The Dear Aunt Jessie podcast is only for teenage humans who need to know that they're awesome even though they're not perfect. Oh wait, that's every teenage human. In these 10 minute episodes, I'll answer your marvelous questions that you guys ask me on Instagram at Dear Aunt Jessie. I'll interview incredible teenagers from all over the country. We'll talk about psychology and nerdy brain science. I'll share embarrassing moments from my own life, like that one time I ran into a pole at a beauty pageant breaking my nose in two places. I'll tell you about getting bullied, my eating disorder, struggling in school, my parents' divorce, how I became a bully, got suspended from school, and then my magical turnaround how I was able to get through all that crap. It's all about resilience, you guys. And now I've given speeches to over 1 million teens in the U.S. I'm in a doctorate degree for social work, and I'm the executive director of Ivy Ranch, a summer camp facility dedicated to building resilience in teenagers. You guys are the focus of my work I want to do as a therapist for the rest of my life. I know. I'm just that nerdy. I'm the cheese queen. I'm your crazy Aunt Jessie. Hey, teenage humans, I want to have a little chat about this crazy coronavirus. Um, so right now, um, we're kind of in the middle of it. Um, schools just shut down. Um, a whole bunch of things shut down. Toilet papers flying off the walls in the supermarkets. I mean, it is just pandemonium. And at first, when this whole thing started happening, I was not feeling that nervous about it because it didn't seem like it was very serious if you caught it. And it just didn't seem like a big deal to me. But now it's a big deal. Like it's a thing. So if you're feeling nervous about it, if you're feeling uncomfortable about it, don't don't feel bad about that. You know, I'm sure some of you really don't. But if you are feeling like I shouldn't panic or I shouldn't be scared, let yourself feel whatever you need to feel. You can always feel whatever you want to feel. Um, but I I really wanted to just talk about what do we do when there are so many things that we feel like make our lives feel out of control and things that we absolutely have zero control over. I know a lot of teenagers have been DMing me on Instagram saying they're in their senior year and they're worried about credit and graduation and college and like, I mean, it's kind of turning everything upside down. Um, obviously money, like if you're not able to get hours in at your job, you still have bills to pay. I mean, I'm in that same boat. It's crazy town. So there's just a lot going on. It's just a ton, you guys. And the saddest part is we cannot do anything about it. There's nothing we can do about it. The only things we can do is try to take care of ourselves and really try to do our best to obviously wash our hands and and that social distancing they're all talking about on the news. So those are things that we have to try to do, but we can't control a pandemic. We cannot control a worldwide virus. So when life feels out of control, what do we do? What can we focus on? So I want to introduce you to an idea called the locus of control. And here's what you do. You draw a really big circle on a piece of paper, and that's going to be the things that you can control. And then inside of that circle, you draw a smaller circle. And then that's for everything that you cannot control. So I drew a circle before I started recording this. And in my inner circle, the things I cannot control, I wrote down coronavirus. I wrote down death, taxes, um, disasters. Sometimes we can't control our health. Sometimes we're diagnosed with a disease that we have zero control over. Um, government. I don't think we have a lot of control over the government um, and especially other people. We can't control anybody else absolutely cannot control anyone else. So those are just some examples. What try to think. I would love you guys to actually do this. Like get out a piece of paper, write a really big circle, and then draw a smaller circle inside of that one. 
And in the smaller circle, just try to write down things that you cannot control. And then on the outside, here are some things that we can control. You ready for this? Exercise, how we eat, sleeping, um, our overall health. There are some parts of that that we can control. Kindness, coping skills, our work ethic, laughter, positive thinking, education, reaction, attitude, mindfulness, fun, resilience, mental toughness, kindness, self-care, um, and of course, joy. Is it possible to have joy even when we're in the middle of a crazy crisis? Yes. Yes, it is. And think about this for a second. When you're in a crisis, who do you want to be around? Do you want to be around someone that's freaking out, who's just saying, oh my gosh, the world is ending, everything is terrible? Or do you want to be around the person who's like, you know what? Okay, this sucks, but we're going to figure out some fun things to do. We're going to have some fun, you know, being quarantined. Let's go build a fort. Let's have like minute to win it contests. Let's find some really funny comedians on YouTube. Like we're going to make this fun, you guys. Yeah, it sucks. And yeah, it's scary, but we're going to make the best of it. Who do you want to be around? Of course you'd want to be around the second one. So those are the types of people who focus on what they can control instead of what they can't control. And I know it's a simple idea. I know you're going to be like, yes, Jesse, it's so obvious, of course. But it's a lot harder to do it in real life. And if you're struggling right now, you're having anxiety, you're feeling overwhelmed by all this craziness, you just need to think about it. Think about focusing on what can you control in this moment right now. Because there are going to be plenty of things that you can control. One of my favorite heroes from history is um, Dr. Viktor Frankl. If you have not studied his life, oh my gosh, you guys. He wrote this book called A Man's Search for Meaning. And it's incredible. Oh my gosh, I don't know why I'm so out of breath. I'm just sitting in a chair. Good grief. Anywho, so he wrote this book, Man's Search for Meaning. Please go to the library or buy it on Amazon. It's such an incredible book. So this guy, he was in... He was in the Holocaust. He was tortured. He was like starved. He, his wife died. His family died. And I mean, all of this insanity around him. I mean, just the worst evil you can imagine. Um, and he went through it. He went through it. And he writes in his book that he really did focus on the things he could control. He would, he would sing while he was working. Um, he would get some of his buddies to sing with him while they'd be doing like some menial task while they're totally starving. They're freezing to death and they're being beaten up. They're terrified they're going to die. Someone, some Nazi is just going to come and shoot them any second. I mean, they're, they're in the middle of all of this craziness and he was trying to make the best of it by singing. Or he would just choose to have a really good attitude. Or he would choose to help other people instead of focusing on himself. He was focusing on, hey, that's another one actually. I'm going to write that down. Service. Service is what is something we can absolutely control. Helping other people instead of focusing on ourselves. So it's just an idea, you guys. But when things like this happen, and um, this coronavirus thing has never really happened in my lifetime anyway. So this is new, this is crazy, but we roll with it. That's what leaders do. We learn how to roll with it. We learn how to be flexible. We we try to be like a duck, you know? You pour some water on a duck and it just rolls right off. So all of these ideas build mental toughness inside of ourselves. It builds resilience like a freaking muscle, you guys. And I know I talk about that all the time, but it is a choice. I can tell you all day long, 
um, you know, believe in yourself. You're awesome. I believe in you. Like I can say that all day long. And I, th- I think it's helpful, which is why I always say it, even though I know I'm such a cheesy Aunt Jessie. But I say it anyway because I think it's a good thing. But it doesn't make any difference unless you believe it. So the idea of focusing on things we can control instead of things we can't, it's not going to make any difference to you unless you actually try it. So just think about it. Maybe get your family together while everyone's quarantined and do this, like draw a big circle, have everyone fill it in. What are the things we can control? And then draw a smaller circle. What are the things we can't control? If you separate them out like that, it makes it a little bit easier to really latch on to hope to really just grab the things that help you feel in control. And we all need control, you guys. We need it like we need oxygen. We need to feel like we have some control over our lives. So when you list it out like that, it's actually really, really helpful from a psychological standpoint because you're forcing your brain to really think about it. You're forcing your brain to make such a huge, crazy, big, overwhelming problem that's just floating around in your head, you're forcing it to become smaller. You're forcing it to be more manageable. You're forcing it to be a problem that can be solved. You're giving yourself hope. It's kind of cool, actually. That's what I love so much about psychology because when we dissect it, when we analyze it, when we think about it, when we really process it down, it becomes more manageable. And then we're not so overwhelmed. We're not so anxious. We're not so depressed. That's what I love about therapy, you guys. That's why I'm in school to be a therapist. I just dig this stuff. I know I'm such a nerd, but it's the stuff that works. So just think about it. What can you control and what can you not control? Break it down. Look at the list. Really think about it. And then you'll be able to take a step back, take a breath, And say, okay, yeah, definitely there are crazy things in this world I can't control. But there are also, in addition to that, things I can control. And then that'll help you feel calmer. It'll help you breathe. It'll help you relax. And it could quite possibly help everyone around you relax. And you guys, please be the kind of person in a crisis who says, yes, this sucks, but we're going to have great attitudes. We're just going to dive in. We're going to figure this out. Let's roll with this. Be that kind of person. Don't be the one that freaks out because no one wants to be around that kind of person in a crisis. So I adore you guys. Thanks for listening. If you think this would be helpful for anybody, please share it. And if you subscribe, shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will send you a free copy of my book. Let's be friends. And I just hope you all stay safe. Wash your hands, sneeze and cough into your elbow. You know, I feel like I'm being so motherly right now. But don't forget, basic hygiene. It's all we need, you guys. And then don't go into big crowded places. Let's stop this craziness in its tracks. Okay, have a beautiful day.